stretches inside Ninja Grace's mouth. One taxi straight to the nut house for Daniel Hope, if he thinks our dad being on TV is a good thing, she says. The string snaps. Ninja Grace wasn't always Ninja Grace, by the way. Once upon a time, she was as normal as a sister could be. But all that changed when she turned 13. That's when she turned into a word ninja. By the way, a word ninja is someone who uses words as a weapon. Whatever you say, the word ninja will hit back at you with their insult arrows. Think you're smart? Think again, because a word ninja will wound you instantly with their cutting remarks. This is exactly what Grace Hope turned into when she became a teenager. And that is exactly why Ninja Grace is screaming at me now. That man is dead to this family! Word Ninja fires a dagger at my back. And you better accept it if you know what's good for you. Ninja Grace is shooting from the lip. But whatever the ninja says, this time it will not be enough to stop me thinking that this is brilliant. If Dad had been catapulted to fame, then his children will be famous too. The kids at school will beg for my autograph. From this day forward, I'll be a star at Our Lady of the Portal School. I can see it all now. I'll have my own webpage. I'll go super viral. Perhaps I'll have my own newspaper. The Sun, I'll call it. The boys will ask me to be the captain of the football team and the girls will write Mrs Dan Hope in their notebooks. What's more, the dinner ladies will put extra helpings of chips and curry on my plate and I'll say I couldn't possibly eat that much and they'll say I can because they love watching my famous dad on TV. I think this is what mum calls to curry favour. To be honest, dad always wanted to be on the telly so I guess it shouldn't have been that much of a surprise. Interviewing, dealing with the public and talking, he was good at the lot. Mind you, we didn't think he'd ever leave his job as a journalist on the local newspaper. How wrong we were. Fast forward four years, job and children left behind and wham! Hello, Star TV man! It's the leaving your children behind bit that hurts the most. I was only seven when Dad walked out. The day started like any other, but ended up with me sitting at the top of the stairs with Grace. She was twelve, and still normal in those days. Drawers were banging in the kitchen, and I remember thinking, Mum must be angry. I didn't want to eat the dinner she was cooking if she was so mad about it. It had to be cottage pie. Cottage pie always made me angry too, because the mince was full of rubbery bits that bounced off my teeth. Grace said the correct name for the rubbery bits was gristle. There was this doof-doof sound, and a noise like someone whistling through a blade of grass. Grace looked at me, and she said she didn't really think this was about cottages or gristle. Dad was trying to calm Mum down, but really, he was cranking her up. Over and over again, Mum said she was very upset about the other woman. In the end, I thought they were talking a foreign language, because Grace said, It's all Greek to me. And my bum was so numb that I knew if I didn't move, I'd never be able to straighten up or walk like I wasn't a baboon. But Grace said I couldn't leave, as it was getting exciting, because Dad was talking about going on a whole new adventure while Mum was shouting about playing around. Grace said this was great news, because it would mean fun for us all. Maybe we'd be going on a family holiday. Only then Dad was shouting about being on his own, and I wasn't sure that it sounded like the sort of laugh-a-minute holiday I wanted. Not once did he mention caravans or candy floss, or even us. I didn't hear what Dad said next because his voice was flat and there was a thump that sounded like a big ham dropping on the kitchen table. 
Mum was crying, and the drone of it went up and down as if she was single-handedly flying a light aircraft. Mum shouted that she was sick of his extracurricular activities, and Dad said he couldn't take it any more, and he'd had enough of her histrionics. When I pressed her on the matter, Grace whispered that histrionics was a subject at school. At that moment, the kitchen door flew open and Grace slithered snake-style on her belly towards her bedroom so she wasn't spotted by Dad. But me? I couldn't move. Dad opened the front door and let it slam behind him. The daffodils on the wallpaper vibrated with the force. I returned to my bedroom, glad the whole thing was over. I vowed I'd never eat a cottage pie, speak a foreign language, study histrionics or walk like a baboon. Well... Maybe I'd walk like a baboon because that could be kind of funny. But after that evening, things went a bit weird. We weren't allowed to get chips from the local chip shop.